everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Genre of Your Life podcast, a show all about movies, TV, and the genres that define us. I am one of your hosts, Doug Jones. With me, as always, are two of my most amazing co-hosts and two of my best friends. First off, we have the one, the only, Mr. Nick Johnson. How are you today, my good sir? Doing good, doing good as always. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I miss you. Can't wait for this week for Argyle. I am so stoked to stay with you and review it, man. It's going to be a good February, man. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be a good month for us. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And last but not least, straight out of the Siberia of Chicago, we have the one, the only. It's Mr. Joel Kindlin. How are you today, my good sir? I'm good. I'm good, my guy. Just, you know, uh, you know, living life, you know, trying to survive, trying to fight, you know. Yeah. And surviving. You you survived. And, well, you are kind of surviving another kind of cold winter in Chicago. So we're praying for you, my guy. Yeah, it's gotten a bit warmer. You know, it's raining. Right Thank God. That's how. Yeah, it's in the 30s. You know, Chicago in the 30s. That's that's springtime. Chicago's springtime. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, but. Okay, glad you guys are here. Glad you all are here. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. This is episode number 40 of the Genre of Your Life podcast. Uh, as always, guys, you can find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Actually, you know what? Google Podcasts will be going away this month, unfortunately. I got an email yesterday from the podcast people that we produce with. So we'll be trans- We'll be transitioning to uh, YouTube Music, which apparently is kind of the same thing. So... I will say from going on now will be Amazon, it will be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube Music, uh, and Amazon Music, and uh, wherever you get your podcast needs met. We also have a full audio show on our YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Midway Avenue Productions. When you're on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or whatever, follow, subscribe, review, rate. We've been seeing a lot of your reviews and ratings. Thank you so much for the support. Again, we, we love hearing your feedback. Good or bad, if you want a negative re- review, hey, it's fine. We'll take it. We want to hear from you. Your feedback means a lot to us. But thank you guys. Seriously, we, we love reading your reviews. It you know warms our hearts that you care about us and this show a lot. So please, uh, don't forget to review, rate, share the word with us, with your friends and uh, uh, fellow podcast fans or whatever. But seriously, the ongoing support means the world to us. So thank you guys again for everything. It truly does mean the world to us. And I'll plug one more thing before we start the show too is that uh, if you go to our Instagram page, uh, Instagram uh, at Midway Avenue Productions, hit our link tree. Um, it's not an ad. It's not a paid sponsor. We're trying. We're trying to get a paid sponsor or an ad, maybe a sponsorship from these people. But uh, IMAX will be hosting uh, fan first screenings uh, for Dune Part Two on Sunday, February twenty fifth, I believe, at seven p.m. So if you have an IMAX near you. If you want to spend up that extra few bucks, go see the Dune Part 2 in IMAX. Uh, go to our link tree. Our, the, the third or fourth link will be the Dune Part 2 link. So put your zip code in or local city. It'll have a list of theaters you can uh, check out. You can bet tickets on Adam Tickets, AMC Theaters, or Fandango. Uh, again, not, not a paid sponsor ad. I just want to throw this out there that hopefully kind of manifesting that we, we might get a paid sponsor by IMAX uh, or WB one day. But... If you're a Dune fan, sci-fi fan, Frank Herbert fan, Denis Villeneuve fan, uh, I think it's going to be a great movie. If you love the first movie like we do, uh, check it out. But yeah, so our link tree, or again, go on Fandango or whatever, but our link tree, we have a link uh, so you can look for tickets for the Dune Part 2 fan first screening. So to see you guys there, Nick and I will be there on February 25th. But thank you guys again for your ongoing support. All righty, boys. So 
All right, so again, not really a full review this week. Then we got a lot on the pipeline next month. We're gonna play our, we're gonna play another game this week, which I'm looking forward to. But before we begin, I'm gonna do a quick review of the new uh, Peacock original series. Uh, funny enough, is Ted, which is again we all know from the Seth MacFarlane and Mark Wahlberg movies that came out about. Jeez, I feel old now saying this. Ten years ago, which is kind of crazy to believe. Which um, old ass. I bro, I, I was watching it the other day. I was like, damn, this movie legit came out ten years ago. What the, the fuck? Like, I remember seeing it with like Joe when we were in fucking like high school, and I was just like, no way, it's been ten years. I remember seeing Ted two with him. It was like him and I in the theater, just laughing our ass off because no one was in the theater with us. And it was just wow. like, <laughs> I was like, all right, it, sure. And it just kind of brought back some memories. Um, so I, I love those movies. They're they're silly. They're very family family guy, something Farling kind of humor. Uh, I'll tell you what, guys. I love this show. I love this show so much. This show made me laugh out loud so many times. Like I'll be, I'll be eating my dinner or lunch or whatever, and I, I don't like stop eating because I was laughing so hard. Like I was cracking up because first off, I didn't come by surprise. Of like, I was like, okay, can you do Ted twenty twenty four? Because you know the cl- the political climate and you know comedy is very sensitive nowadays and very delicate. So I was mm. like. When they announced it, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be probably some, like, watered-down, like, not funny television or whatever. I was like, I'm kind of worried because I love the first two movies a lot. And I like the – I like both. I also love his uh, Million Ways Die in the West movie a lot. I was like, I don't know, man. Can he survive this in this climate or whatever? I was wrong. I, I, I'm i telling you, there were some jokes that had me laughing out loud to a point where Zeta was like – why are you so loud? What are you laughing at? I'm like, I'm watch- watching this TED series. It's, it's fucking hilarious. This is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, guys. If you guys have Peacock or uh, if you get a chance to watch it, it's like, it's eight episodes, like 40 to 30 minute episodes. They go by really quick. And I- I'm telling you, I was hurting it. I was hurting at times how much I was laughing because I was just cracking. I was cracking up. And the chemistry between... Yeah, it's it's set in the '90s in Boston. It's a prequel. It's a prequel series to the, to the movie. So this is before like Mark Wahlberg became Mark Wahlberg. Obviously, before like you know he meets Mila Kunis and Miss Heifried, the, the whole shenanigans. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of it's, it's basically Ted in the ni- '90s Boston with his with his human played by oh, I'm blanking on the kid's name. He was in the first pur- the, the the first Purge movie, not, not the first Purge, but like the Purge we, number the one. one with Ethan Hawke. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh uh, wow. That kid, okay. yeah, who I haven't seen that kid in probably anything since. No, no, no offense to him. <laughs> uh, no offense to him. But I was like, oh, it's the kid from um, Purge. Uh, Max Burkholder. Uh, and, you know, McFarlane comes back to voice Ted. He directs the entire uh, eight, uh, seven episodes. Um, wow. Okay. And it's it's funny, man. The chemistry between uh, Ted and, his, and the young John played by yeah, Max Burkholder. Um, it really works. You can you can see how this kid will become up to be Mark Wahlberg eventually, in the movies. Um, it's it's very it's very funny. It has a lot of heart at times. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. raunchy. A lot of kind of crude humor. But mm-hmm. again, guys, there were some jokes that really had me just cracking out loud. Where I was like, mm-hmm. Look, this is the McFarlane I like of his humor. Like you know, I, I like Family Guy to a degree sometimes. But then you can get a little like repetitive, and annoying. I I thought that it was seven episodes straight. I thought. The runtime for each episode was very kind of just well paced and um, just kind of just very just condensed very well. 
And there's there's a few jokes I'm gonna highlight that I'm I'm not trying to like spoil anything, but like there's two jokes that kept I kept thinking about while I was thinking about the show that had me laughing so much. In the first episode, right, there's this there's a scene where like Ted's going to high school for the first time. And funny enough, this film this is all filmed right on the Universal lot. So the hmm. the clock tower from Back to the Future is their high school, which is really funny. <laughs> and wow. you, can t- you can tell like oh yeah, Universal lot, Universal lot, Universal lot. It's like all it's all like sound stages and sets. You can tell it's like all like you know Hollywood stuff, whatever. You can probably cheap to film in there. Um, mm-hmm. There's a scene where like they're going to school, or whatever, and Ted goes, "Wow, what a diverse group of kids! It's got, like all white kids in like suburban uh, <laughs> Boston, right?" And then uh, young John goes, "Like we had an Indian kid last year. He was cool before they got him." And Ted goes, "Wait, wait, wait! What do you, what do you mean they got him?" And the, the young the young um, uh, kid he was like. Nice guy. He used to share his fruit roll-ups and you know ding dongs, whatever. And Ted goes, but wait, what do you mean they got him? And like he just keeps asking him, and like the young John just keeps fucking like ignoring the question. Oh my god! I'm just, it keeps going. It cracked me up. And the, and the, the second check that cracked me up it was so much because it was like it's kind of relatable if you're a 16 year old kid like discovering adult films. I'll keep it that way for the first time. Like, you know, you're going through puberty or whatever. You're kind of interested to see what's going on. And Ted and John, young John want to, like, rent a, a adult video from Blockbuster, which is funny enough. Uh, you know, they can't because they're not 18 or whatever. So you get the friend to do it for them, whatever. And they come mm-hmm. back with a big, big pile of tapes right for the night. And then Ted grabs the tape. He goes, <laughs> uh, interracial butt play. Ah, uh, thank you, MLK. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seth McFarland, man, golly! I'm just crying, dude. I remember I was on my on my island eating eating my fucking like you know fa- sandwich or whatever, and I'm crying because it came out of nowhere, and like he said, it's like so nonchalantly that had me just in stitches, dude. I was like, wow, this is really funny, and I was so glad I saw everyone like on TikTok and YouTube or like fellow critics like liking this show a lot, and I was like. Okay, I'll go, I'm like, oh wait, I'm liking the show a little too much. How are other people liking it? It got decent reviews. Not the best review. It got decent reviews. But everyone on TikTok was saying the show is hilarious. It's just hilarious. And I was like, okay, I'm glad that everyone's liking this. And I really give a lot of props to McFarlane and also uh, Peacock for you know this. This could have this could have been like you know watered down com- like you know comedy show whatever. But I, I feel like he's kind of like he's kind of gained the right to kind of like still kind of make those like out there jokes without kind of being too offensive. Uh, but I mean, it, you might think it might be offensive to who you ask or who you who watches it. But like, I was really surprised that they, he was allowed to get, get away with some of the stuff that he said in the show. I was like, wow, I, I give a lot of props to Peacock, McFarlane, the crew with the cast, whatever. Just because I feel like comedy is in a very weird spot right now in terms of comedy movies, and comedy shows, you know, comedies are definitely, not, they're not as big as they were in the theaters anymore as they used to be. So it's all like Peacock and you know streaming and Netflix, whatever. But those can get kind of like not you know well received or kind of watered down. But yeah, I was very imp- I was very kind of pleased with this show. Um, and it works, man. It works. And if you're a Ted fan, you're a McFarland fan, whatever uh, comedy fan, this show is definitely worth the watch. I'm gonna give it really a solid nine out of ten because I really laughed my ass off. Like I was laughing hysterically at times. And I was, I was rewinding stuff back back and forth because I was laughing too hard. While I was like, man, I was like that kind of like kind of like a belly laugh. You kind of feel it in your like in your stomach. And Damn. man, I was just I was having a good time with it. I was texting Joe. I was like, Joe, my like, bro, the joke is hilarious. And I, poor Joe was probably like, 
all right, motherfucker, I'll watch the show myself, but just like, I'll get telling them jokes. They made me crack up because we saw the first two together in high school. But if you have Peacock or you, if you know someone that has Peacock, whatever, watch it. It's definitely worth um, all seven episodes. It's it's a it's a good show. I liked it a lot. Uh, I I'm I'm on two because I get secondhand embarrassment so badly. So I was just like, ah. Uh, I'll are you liking it though? Uh, you the liking first it? one had me dying laughing. No, it's really fun. It's funny as fuck. And like he said, like it, he the kid is really good at doing my really good. Especially with that fucking accent. You know what I mean? It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. I, are... It's so funny because you can tell, like, <laughs> you know, like Ted is still like not the Ted from the movie we had, you know? So I was no, like, they're not. they're they're going towards it, you know. Ted is still in a way innocent and everything, so it's fucking it's great. Mm, so yeah, I, I definitely gotta get back to it and stop getting, you know, so embarrassed. Like it, it's secondhand <laughs> cringe, you know how how that it's just like, oh I can't do this. <laughs> like, uh, basically. So but I, I definitely will definitely check it out. Did you see the part yet? The the bank the banker one. I'm only on episode two. Okay, I forgot which one that was, but there's a watch. There's a scene where they're on the bank with a teller. Watch that scene. That scene is so weird, but it's so funny. <laughs> it's I so weird, will. but it's so funny. It's like in regards to a diaper. It's all I say. And it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was there's something too. What do you say, Joe? In the first episode, where like he's buying weed from that girl and her friend, and he goes, "Yeah, I was uh." A stunt. I was stunned for so so and so, and he goes, "Yes, not a tall oh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. He goes, oh, Ben Stiller. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I was a stunt double for Ben Stiller on this show, whatever. And then Ted goes, Yeah, not a tall man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so like that McFarlane kind of humor was like the very kind of specific kind of like that's a reach kind of thing, but like the way it's delivered is really funny. You're like, okay, he can get away with it because it's that funny. But uh, there was there was some funny things. Oh, it's in the trailer too, where like they're t- talking to this kind of hot girl in the neighborhood, or whatever. And then the girl's like, "Oh, you have a uh, sweaty hands." He goes, "Yeah, I said diarrhea." And then Ted goes, I "Oh Ted. no, yeah," because <laughs> she cause she goes she goes, "Oh, like I hope." Uh, she was like, uh, "I was like, did you just get out, get out of the bathroom?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I just had diarrhea." <laughs> she, Ted, Ted, Ted looks at him. And then just start sucking, sucking to her. Hi, I'm Ted. <laughs> yeah, and then he and then he doubles down, and he's just like, you know, it was a really bad diarrhea. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I wash my hands and everything, so you know we're all good. And then Ted just goes, Jesus Christ! And then he takes control of the conversation, like, hey, we're trying my weed. <laughs> fucking this hell, is so wild. It so is so funny as hell. It's, it's fucking funny. nuts. Into into Joe's point real quick before before we move on. You're right. The he, the kid doing the Boston accent is very like young Mark Wahlberg accent, which is really good. Um, there are some accents in the show that are kind of just like a little a little over. My few well, my probably one of not the only few gripes I had with the show was that some of the accents are kind of just like yeah, Harbor or like yeah, Wicked Smart. Like it's very kind of just like a little overdone. Like okay, it's Boston. It's, it's pretty easy because easy Boston accent, but like. It can be. It's a little annoying for the non-Bostonian actors, but like, I do think that the kid playing Young Wahlberg is a great, great like Boston accent. But some of the other characters are like, even the parents at times are kind of just like it's a little overdone. But 
it's kind of nitpicking a little bit of the show, but yeah, keep watching it, Joe. If Nikki, if you ever watch it, it's funny. It's honestly really one of the funniest shows I've probably seen in a long time. It's definitely worth the watch. Okay, but I'm gonna have to look into it. It's funny, but uh, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's stupid, but it's funny. Uh, before we go on too, so this is pretty cool actually. Before we do our game of the night, uh, so last night, so you know, it's we're kind of in that weird limbo right now, movies guys, where it's just like you know. We got nothing kind of coming out because it's kind of January. You know, we had The Beekeeper, we had Mean Girls, and we had Night Swim. And that was kind of like, cool, three big studio movies. And now, the next two weeks, we got to have nothing until Argyle next week. And then you and I are seeing it on Tuesday, Nick. Uh, but like, we're, we're, uh, there's nothing really coming out for the rest of Jan- January, so it's kind of weird of like, all right, what are we going to watch? Because we stay at home, it's going to be kind of dip in the box office. But I'll tell you what, and this is why I love IMAX a lot, and I'm, pr- I'm praying for this one thing, too. IMAX is really cool because, well, for us, I'm I'm so bummed about our, our childhood IMAX in Chicago is dest- was now destroyed because they put in a fucking touristy fly fly with me in Chicago thing, which is so stupid. What? So yeah, mm. dude, our our the the IMAX with the first Dark Knight ever premiered in is now gone, which is really oh, fucking my sad, dude. Like the the first time Dark Knight ever played in IMAX was the one going up in our downtown Chicago Navy Pier and it's like iconic dude it was like so many big movies were filmed there Chris Nolan had his you wow. know he tested a lot of his movies were there for Dark Knight and Batman Begins and other movies it's, it's like iconic yeah. I, AMC bought it AMC bought it like a couple of years ago and then COVID said yeah fuck it we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna close it down which really sucks cause, you know Joe saw a few movies there too it's a really yeah I saw Godzilla and I saw uh I took my nephew Aquaman. to go see Godzilla with me, and then I took my mom to go see... I saw Aquaman first. I took my mom with me to go see Aquaman, which was pretty dope. Um, and then I took... Uh, and then Doug got me tickets to go see uh, uh, Godzilla, which I took my nephew with me. And it was fucking badass. My nephew loved it. And while we were waiting, we met, like, people who have traveled, like, the country and have gone to anything Godzilla. Like, they saw the original films and, like, they're gigantic Godzilla fans and this and that. I was like, dude, this is... And being able to talk to them was really dope. And, you know, having my nephew there to, you know, to to see, like, you know, that, you know, this is, like, a dope-ass thing. You know, movies aren't just, like, you know, movies. You know, that there's more to it. So, being able to take them there with me and, you know, it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It's, so, I was really sad when, you know... They got rid of it. Yeah. Emory, you and I were like, dude, me, me and Joe on the phone were like, no, because it's the same, it was the same size IMAX as ours, Nick, and AZ Mills, where it's the, it's the full 143 top to bottom IMAX. And that was mm-hmm. the, I mean, we, you, we have one, I think it's in the Grand Canyon, which is weird. Like our one, obviously, is AZ Mills. We saw a lot of our IMAX movies there. Um, and so Chicago only had, that was the only real IMAX in Chicago. The other ones that are in are in Chicago are the one it's at the Regal West uh, Western Avenue, and that's kind of like how when you and I saw um, Hunger Games uh, and uh, the first Dune, it's 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 an IMAX, but it's the only the one nine O. It's not a full you know AZ Mills IMAX, obviously. Mm-hmm. So IMAX is doing this thing now; they're re-releasing a lot of their movies back in IMAX, which is really cool. So okay. you know I'm you know I'm 
watching my brother this week. You know, my parents are gone, so I'm like, yo, I want to see a movie with him. What can we see? Whatever. I don't want to see this. I already saw that. Whatever. And I was like, okay. Said, oh, cool. So I Fandango. Like, oh, Dune's coming back to IMAX. And I was like, cool. I love the first Dune. I want to see it in IMAX before the new one comes out. Whatever. And it's really cool that not only was it packed and sold out, it's because it was just like, okay. One thing too is that I'm kind of mad at WB for this as well. WB did not release the first Dune on home video and IMAX, which is really fucking weird, which is really weird because if you watch like Nope or Interstellar or Dunkirk or Dark Knight, whatever, or The Hunger Games Catching Fire, whatever, those movies you can watch on the Blu-ray or the IMAX aspect ratios, which is really cool. That's why I still buy physical media. Uh, for some reason, even though Denis shot Dune and IMAX, and they shot part two in IMAX too, you can't watch the IMAX scenes anywhere else. You just can't. You just can't. And it's like, wait, what? So when I heard that IMAX could re-release Dune IMAX, I was like, well, it's a premium, obviously, but I was like, you know what? I haven't seen, I can't, I own the Dune 4K steelbook at home, but I was like, man, I would kill to see the IMAX scenes again one last time. Worth it. Worth how much money I paid for it. And I'll tell you, but it was so cool going in. And for a movie that you watch at home or on HBO Max for like free, the place was packed to the brim. There was like no empty seats. And I was like, this is so cool that IMAX know they're capitalizing on this. Hey, Dune Part 2 is coming out again soon. And let's, let's just, hey, let's just capitalize it. And what's really cool is that if you went to the screening last night, the re-release, whatever, you got a chance to go see, that we got tickets to go see the Dune Part 2 early now. And I was like, I got tickets and I took Nick, bro, 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 be free February 25th, man. This is crazy because we, we saw it early because like, we, we had a chance to go see the tickets early, which is really cool. I'm like, oh, awesome. Uh, so I'm really glad they're doing this because now they're pretty, this is pretty cool. They're going to re-release Tenet in IMAX, which is really cool. Which is really cool. And I'm like, you know what? I give IMAX a lot of props for like. I wonder if they're going to put that one little thing that they had and never <laughs> showed again uh, in it. Which thing? Remember when he's climbing the ladder and as you see, you know, him uh, from up top, you see a body at the bottom. They took that out uh, oh. from the theater version. And people are like, whose body is that? Is that his or is that oh, someone shit. else's? You know, Shit. and some people think it's, uh, you know, if you haven't seen it by now, that's your own fault. But no, some people own, think yeah. it might be, uh, what is it called? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ron Patterson's body or something oh, like that. Or, or okay. and, and I'm like, that looked like himself. You know, that looked like his body, not Robert Patterson. So I'm just curious if they're going to put that back in there, you know? It's it's cool what they're doing this too, because when that came out, it, I get it. Chris Nolan and WB want to be like, we're a safe cinema. And it came out like right like, during the heart of COVID. And that didn't really work for them, unfortunately. But I mean, the only thing I have, only thing you have against it is that you can watch the IMAX scenes on Blu-ray and the home, the home media version. So it's not really a big jump to go see it again. I might go see it again because I love that movie a lot. Uh, but I'm really glad they're doing the re-release re-release of stuff because you know next this month next month sort of we got a lot, kind of a lot of weird downtime of like big releases we have Argyle and then like kind of nothing for a few weeks and the Bob Marley movie then nothing for a couple of weeks and then Dune Part Two so it's kind of like a lot of things are kind of limbo and kind of just like delayed and kind of just like spread out a little bit so 
I'm not really cool that IMAX is doing this, but also I was very happy that, again, for a movie that's been out for almost three years now, watch at home easily for free, that the IMAX, our biggest IMAX in AZ was packed. I was like, you know what? Cinema is fucking back, baby. Let's go. Let's go. And it was cool, too, because before the movie started, there was a Denis Villeneuve quote, uh, thing he was like, he goes, welcome back to IMAX, and you know, his like fucking French accent, or whatever. <laughs> and, and he goes, long live cinema. And the whole thing goes, yeah, and start clapping and shit. We're like, yeah, like, let's go. Woo. And then people go, I was like, yeah, let's go, baby. So my, my hope is my prayer, and my hope is my manifestation. I would kill and I would do anything if IMAX said, hey, guess what? We're fucking re releasing Blade Runner 2049 in IMAX. I would shit my pants. Because that movie, seeing that with you, Nick, opening night back in 2017, I have not been the same since. That was just a mind-bending experience. Ah, I would. Yeah, that's, ah. that, that's my favorite Nolan movie. Blade Runner. Oh my bad. I thought we were talking about tennis. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, I don't I know why like, I was thinking about. I don't know why I was thinking about Tenet. No, but, Blade um, Runner 2049. My bad. No, yeah, that was cool, too. That'd be a cool movie, too. <laughs> it, it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. For no, um, Blade Runner. Like, <laughs> like in a, a little, a few seconds back there. <laughs> there, Nick. Right, I understand. I, I read that text. I know what you meant earlier, so understandable. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> Uh, Yo, Doug mentioned Tenet. I was just stuck on that for like 20 minutes. Bro. I was like, damn, that was some good shit. Uh, I was like, that's my favorite Nolan movie. Dang. I I would. I, I, would, I, lo- I, would. I love Doug's reaction to it. Blade Runner? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Whoa. I was like, yeah, we see the same movie. I was like, <laughs> when, uh, was, when he was like, Blade Runner, in my head, I was like, oh shit. That no, ten, I ten it would be uh, IMAX. It's oh, and that's a cool experience. But I would, I would kill because you can't you you can't watch that version on Blu-ray or home or home video either. You like only way to watch Blade Runner IMAX is whoever has that print. And I would I would kill I would kill for that print. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, it would be I would love if they're going to do re release a lot of stuff. Tenet's a great one, obviously. Dune's a great one, obviously too. Uh, but man, oh, I would kill just sitting easy meals IMAX again with you or anybody and watch Blade Runner 2049 in IMAX. Oh, that would be a dream because, like, it's not once with you when it came out in 2017. And like, I'm so that. bummed, dude, just sitting in that theater with you with the, 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 the Hans Zimmer score and the fly dude, sequences. Wall, I, I, I literally have that song on my Spotify. I just it's be so chilling good. listening to it, man. Oh it's my so god. Good. That's my shit. That's my movie, man. I remember seeing that movie next to you, and like we're talking, like you're our our fucking like you hear, you feel like our uh, seats shaking because it was so loud, it was so vibrations. You're just like, no, 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 no. And I was just like, oh my god, bro. It was just like I I remember seeing that theater just like just mesmerized of like I feel like a changed man in that movie. So I would I would kill kill to bring that back in IMAX. Oh. Please mm-hmm. make it happen. Please make it happen. <laughs> that and BVS too. Cause our BVS and IMAX. Oh, hell awesome. yeah. Oh, that's the awesome. Ultimate edition. B- oh. Dude, the ultimate edition fucking IMAX. Oh, IMAX. oh my gosh. You oh my goodness. This. At Oppenheimer, you were you and I were saying that we would love they ever well because they did it in LA for one night only, but it they bring the Snyder Cut mm-hmm. to IMAX. Oh yeah. Oh, Oh my god! Because if you watch, just, oh. just do the whole Snyder trilogy, and it's like oh. you have to like be there all fucking day. But it's it's IMAX. 
I saw Man of Steel in IMAX, and that was awesome. That was yeah. awesome. Well, that was, yeah, me, was... and heard, me and Given, like, we, like, at our allowance for the week, we were like, all right, 20 bucks, see a movie. We could pay 10 bucks at AMC, but him and I, we spent the 20 bucks each to go see Man of Steel and IMAX. And we were Hell like, yeah. yo, this, this this was worth it. And, oh, yeah. dude, they should, man. I would love a Snyder trilogy in IMAX. Seeing BVS in IMAX or see this just his Justice League in IMAX. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. I, but anyway, I'm, I'm just glad they're doing this. I'm really happy that they're kind of like investing and bringing these movies back because I feel like yeah. a lot of people did miss out on Tenet and Doom because of COVID and HBO Max day and they release shit. So, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that uh, they do it because also too, it was cool too. Is that we said on the podcast multiple times is that our, me and Nick's IMAX out here in AZ Mills in Arizona is that we can finally watch movies in one four three, which is really cool because before Oppenheimer, the guy was telling me at the screening that the last one four three IMAX in AZ was Dark Knight. It was 15 years from Oppenheimer. I was like, cool. So now. I'm I'm hoping Nick, and I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but yesterday tickets because it, it it is at Easy Mills IMAX. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be seeing it Dune two in the one four three Oppenheimer ratio, uh, and I'm I'm really hoping that they follow through on that because I'm really pissed if it's just the one nine zero. I'll be so cool with this here early, obviously. Again, beggars can be choosers, but like right. I'm really hoping it's the one four three seventy millimeter where we saw fucking uh, uh, Oppenheimer because that would be fucking sick. But mm-hmm. quick little. Quick little plug to IMAX. Love you guys. Thank you for being the best premium format ever. Uh, but please, do, do me a favor. Bring the Snyder Trilogy. Bring Blade Runner 2049 back to IMAX. I will literally beg every day. And again, please sponsor <laughs> us as well. At the same time, you don't mind. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take whatever. I'll take whatever. But uh, yeah. But anyway, guys, again, please, again go to our, uh, go to our uh, link tree. Again, fourth link. Well, the third or the fourth thing will be the Dune Part 2 fan screening tickets. Go check them out. And again, do it. If you're a Tenet fan, there's no one fan. You didn't get to see it at IMAX or theaters because it was COVID. Off Dango, Harkins, AMC, Regal, whatever. Uh, the Tenet tickets should be on sale now as well. So don't miss out on that too. But it's a really cool experience seeing IMAX if I were you. So check that out. All righty, guys. All right, for the main event tonight on the podcast. So the other day, Joe texted me this link. It was a TikTok. And... It was Elijah Wood talking about a movie, and do you guys know Screen Junkies at all? Yeah, they don't they do Honest Trailers. Yes, they were the they were the home for like Honest Trailers and kind of commentary stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. They used to do a thing called, excuse me, movie fights. But it would mm-hmm. be it would be a it would be a whole it would be a whole episode. They were kind of the big into podcasting, like before kind of podcasting kind of blew up, obviously. And mm-hmm. it would have like Kevin Smith and all these kind of actors and directors on too. And it would be like, hey, this movie, this movie versus this movie, the entire episode. So I changed it to we're gonna call it Movie Royale. Okay. Movie Royale is gonna is gonna is gonna is gonna be uh movie versus movie. And we're gonna I I'm I was putting out some pretty, some uh, little, uh, some little, uh, some tough ones for you and for myself. Ooh. We're gonna, we're, I want to play with you guys too. But first things first. Uh, anyway, the TikTok that jo- that Joel sent me, Elijah Wood and Kevin and uh, Kevin Smith, and they find they put fucking Kevin James as Kevin Smith. I was like, uh oh, embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, that's not him. Um, and they asked, they asked Kev, they asked Elijah Wood, great actor, you know, movie f- fanatic too. He said, what movie would you 
away from history. And he, without a doubt, he goes, oh, Tim Burns, Charlie and Chaka Factory. And well, I, you, everyone, you said, you said what, what movie would you what from history? Uh, erase from history. Erase. Okay. Okay. So we're going to play that game first. Then we're going to get to a movie royale, movie versus movie thing. But he made a really, he made a really, really good argument on Tim Burns, Charlie and Chaka Factory to a point I laughed and I was like, I agree with everything he said because he was mm-hmm. like, Tim Burns, Willy Wonka is a pedophile, basically. <laughs> and I was I like, I beg Damn. your pardon. And I started laughing so hard. I was texting Joe. I was like, oh, this shit's hilarious. And, you know, I'm not the biggest Tim Burton fan person. I think he's very creative, obviously. But that movie kind of scared me as a kid. Or uh, I watched it made in college. So, and I was like. <laughs> here's my thing about it, you know, where it's like he does have. It's a weird, like. <sighs> I don't want to say it because I'm so such... weird. Michael Jackson impression at times. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it oh, gave me Michael damn. Jackson vibes, and I didn't want to say it because I love Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? It's more the. It's not like Michael Jackson himself, but more the portrayals of Michael Jackson with all the right. you know like the pedophile jokes. It, it's like that, and like mm-hmm. I love I love Johnny Depp. You know. I just think that they went the wrong way with it, which I can, I know which way they was, which was this kid ran away and discovered the Charlie, you know, love for, you know, chocolate and somehow like was able to, you know, become this big person, but never grew up. But like, Mm -hmm. it just, it didn't match with, with what we read as a kid and what, you know, the first movie, which Elijah Wood said, you know, like it, it really like stings it because you don't get those vibes, you know, and that's exactly why I didn't want to watch the new Charlie, Jar- you know, the fucking Wonka. prequel, you know, the Wonka movie. I didn't want to watch it because one, we have this fucking Oompa Loompa walking around when they're supposed to be rare as fuck. Uh, yeah. And he's talking with an English ass accent. I'm not expecting him to have like a tribal accent, but you know. He's British. Um, and mm. then and then just like this cheery guy and then some random, no offense to the little actress, but some random black girl that's helping him through all this, which was never mentioned in the book or the first movie. You know what I mean? Like, this is, hey, look, token black kid. Uh, that's why it screamed to me. And it, it just like, I don't know. I, I, I agree with Elijah Wood think that movie should have never been made i i i get his con- concept of where he wanted to go but it just didn't work for uh for a movie that one has already been made to you know a lot of us growing up i don't know about the new generation but a lot of us growing up read the book i read the book so uh, you know we wilder movie personally Dean Wilder did fantastic. I love that. That's the superior movie right there. Yeah. So, but like, if you read the book, like Wonka is not far off from what Gene Wilder did. You know what I mean? I feel like Gene Wilder took it a little bit darker, but you know, like Wonka is someone with like PTSD, you know, like he's a disturbed individual, you know, like mentally ill probably, but like, you know, he's just doing what he wants to do. 
at the end of it. But like with the with the with the Tim Burton one, it was just like oh, and then gets lost in in memory whenever you talk about father, and it's just like that's not it. You know, he's more of a person's like. I don't have a father. Don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. Uh-huh. Like, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> like in the book and in Gene Wilder's version. So I completely understand, like, you know, where it went, where it's like, all right, like, this one's weird. It's creepy. It doesn't work from what we do know. You know, like, you have your own perception, but it just didn't work. It wasn't that good. You know, I'd rather, you know, like, if I had kids, which I never will, uh, <laughs> don't want kids. Um, not you know, dad. like, my, yeah, like my nieces and nephews, like, Do I'm going to show them the Gene Wilder version. I'm going to show them the first one, you know, not Wonka, not not Tim Burton, you know, whatever. Like, I'm going to show them the Gene Wilder. I'm like, that's it. Don't watch anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, that's all you need right there. That's all you need because they did it perfectly the first time. Mm-hmm. And this is where I say like, and this goes into like conversations that we've had outside of the podcast and during the podcast yeah. where it's like, just cause we can, doesn't mean we should, exactly. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like you don't see people trying to remake Hitchcock movies. No, no they tried. Um, they, it's they, like... they, yeah. They, they did it the one time. They did. Yeah, that should not it work. didn't work. You know, <laughs> that's why. God, man, bro, I remember <laughs> I was, I think it was like college. I was, um, I was, I was like back home during one of the breaks and I, I had like all this free time. I was like, hmm, I'm gonna watch the Alfred Hitchcock, uh, um, uh, psycho movie. And I watched it. I was like, hey, that was pretty good. And then the, like on the menu, like right underneath it was like the remake. I was like, oh, okay, interesting, huh? Vince Vaughn. Uh, bro. okay. <laughs> And then I played it. It was like, it was just like, I'm not going to like spoil it, but it was just kind of like off, you know, it was like, yeah. it's, it's like, I think I see what you're trying to do, but it's, it's not working for me. And it's just, it's kind of weird. Cause also like Vince Vaughn, I like Vince Vaughn as an actor, but I'm like, not, oh, yeah, I love not in that role. You know what I mean? So I didn't even finish yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like it's that's bad. the thing. Like it doesn't, not everything needs to be re- like just yeah. because it's older doesn't mean it's bad you know what i mean like a mm-hmm. lot of people still buy like older fridges you know from like the fucking 80s and 70s you know and they still work well you know what i mean if it ain't broke don't fix it that's yeah, where our parents yeah. taught us that's where our dad smacked us and said if we ever try to fix something when we were little just like the dvd's not working and then we made it worse <laughs> <laughs> You know, personal experience. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like you don't need to fix everything. You know, like, like it, you even know. if it's not perfect, yeah. that doesn't mean that it's not. It wasn't perfected. And also, too, I mean, after I say this, I'll talk about Dune. But also, to me, shallow man, man. I was watching Dune again last night. You're such a bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I got a lot of hate for this. What do you mean? What do you mean? You're such a bitch. I don't do it. Explain it. What do you mean? Like, you're a little bitch, bro. I thought you were going to go into detail before you said anything like that. But you're just like, bro. He's just a bitch, dude. Dude, I'm watching. Again, I really like Dune a lot. And I went to that screening of it originally. He was going with my dad. So, how would you rate Timothy Chalamet at zero, zero, recast, recast, recast? I'm sorry. I I just don't get it, man. I just don't get this guy's hype. He plays the same thing in every fucking movie. Yeah, he talks like this. Yeah, you know. 
What should I do? How about speak fucking louder, my guy? How about don't fucking whisper? All right. How about you have a? How about you grow a sack? Actually, man. Like, gee, bro, the whole bro. Like, I I really love Dune. I I love the movie. Mm-hmm. I love the vibe. I love you know uh, just uh what's her name uh not just what's her name uh Ferguson Rebecca Ferguson. I love Zendaya. I like uh, Oscar Isaac. I love I love Josh Brolin. On and on and on. I love the knee. And I was like, when he yeah. when he cat when, when he casted. Timothy as a lead, I was like, oh. I was like, no, yeah. and I was like, I can't wait to see Austin Butler kick his guy's ass in Dune Part Two. Mm. Uh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm cannot wait. Oh, I cannot dude, wait. Hey, no, who, who would you cast though? Who would you cast? I would have cast someone like an Austin Butler or you know someone like a Dylan O'Brien, where just like oh, I don't get this guy's hype. I don't get this guy's hype. I do not get this guy the hype of this guy from Lady Bird to Little Women to this to like. He's, I just, think he's just a moody guy Dune, every fucking yeah. I think for Dune we needed someone with fresh blood. I'm be honest. Yeah. Like someone new. It's more muscle. Can, yeah, more muscle, but also like someone who can really bring out the emotions of someone within this like, you know, situation, mm. you know. Like like uh, a, more, I, a passionate actor. Yeah, yes, and someone yes. that's a little yes. bit more Tanner, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, will actually look, world. yeah, who will actually look like, hey, I've been in the desert for a while. <laughs> like, and you know, because they talk about, like, like, water is, like, scarce. Like, you know, it's, it's hot. It's ridiculously hot. Like, he he's gonna be fucking pale throughout the whole thing. He's gonna look like, he's, you know, he's gonna look like uh, you? Fucking, <laughs> I was gonna say you, bro. I was gonna see. I was gonna here. say I'm like what, uh, fucking Robert Pattinson's character from Twilight. You know what I mean? Mm. Like throughout the whole movie, he's not gonna get any tanner. And like you have, you know, his dad. He's not fully white. You know, his character. Let's be honest. So I was like. <laughs> But also, the funny thing is, like, when Doug talked about the way he talked so low, he talked low, but when he had to tell a secret, he was not whispering. I hated that scene. That shit annoyed me. Remember when he was talking to Jason Momoa? He's like, I gotta tell you something. Look, he doesn't look around, because people are running around trying to fix things, and then talks in a normal voice, whereas, like, if I was one of the people working on the planes behind Jason Momoa, I would have heard the dream that he was trying to keep secret seriously about. bro dude i just yeah. don't get i, I watched last night i'm like i don't see what everyone sees in this guy i i just don't i do i do i genuinely do not know who was seeing this guy he plays the same it's, thing it's, it's that pedophile movie and i'll i'll i i do not care what people say that movie's pedophilish the fucking oh, pedophile he, movie what do you uh, uh, call me by your name Oh, oh yeah, call yeah. me by your MLS. name. Where he's a seventeen-year-old, and his parents are like, "Date our twenty-four-year-old friend." What? Like he's seventeen. His character is seventeen. Is basically Wait, that's what, that's a modernized. His parents made him made him date. Uh, no, an no, older no guy? they didn't. They let him. They let him date someone who was twenty-four. Has he's seventeen? That's weird. You saw it. Yeah. You saw the movie. No, I I, I read the I fucking synopsis. It's a modern, was it good or like was it? Was it like, this was a decent movie? Or was it no, like this, this was, was like 
crazy. I didn't. I didn't care for it. I, I like Army. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I, a, sorry, whoa, 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 whoa. A... I liked Army. Sorry, keyword. For, back it up. I used to like Army yeah. Hammer as an actor. She. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> say my own ass, man. Say my own ass. Uh, no, I watched it through a film. I thought like doing a film class when we were in college, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. It was the same year as, like, you know, Get Out and Blade Runner 249 and Baby Driver. And, you know, I thought it was filmed real well. It just, to me, I just didn't, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel the connection personally. And I get too. Mm. I was like, it feels kind of weird because you know, we're told in film school and college, like, you know, age of consent, age of consent, age of consent, which I, you know, obviously it's, it's the law. But, like, it just, I don't know. It just, it just didn't, I just didn't feel like the vibe. I don't know. The vibe wasn't for me personally, where it was just like, I didn't see the chemistry between Army Hammer and Bitch Boy. Uh, but, um, sorry, Cannibal and Bitch Boy. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, you know what I'm saying? But I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel the vibe, dude. I just, I didn't, I didn't really like, I just, I just didn't, I just didn't like care for like, it was a very slow burn too. It just, I don't know. I, I saw it once. I honestly kind of forgot about it. And then got all the awards. And I was like, really? I was like, I don't get this movie personally. I, it was just kind of just like, I don't know. It just it was it just it was film. It was kind of it was all over the place. But to me, I didn't care for it. And then he made like Suspiria remake and that one about cannibals. And I was like, hey, these guys, this guy's a fucking weirdo filmmaker. I just, I, I not mm. for me, not for me, not for me. Also, but, it, what it is is the movie itself is really like a more modernized, less uh, controversial movie of a movie called Lolita, I believe, made made a Lolita. long time ago, um, where a man marries a woman and she has a daughter who was a lot younger than 17 and he falls in love with her he is a grown-ass man probably i don't know how old he is but that is is basically a modernized gay version of that movie 80s italy and I think people forgot. It's like, oh, this this is this the generation's Brokeback Mountain. I was like, no, Brokeback Mountain's a beautiful movie. That's a beautiful movie and that great is a acting. It That's is, a beautiful, yeah, beautiful movie. Great acting by the late great Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. And people, like, oh no, this is this year's Brokeback Mountain. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Also, Army Hammer's playing twenty like four year old. This guy's like fucking thirty five, bro. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, Get the he, fuck he, he out don't look twenty four. Yeah, this, when this, I this saw, man, I did. I don't. I didn't remember who he was, but I was like, "That nigga's like 30. And then Yo, I looked up. I was like, "He's 24." I was yeah, like, "The youngest he could no do is way. like 28." Like that yeah, dude had to be way. like 33. Like Chalamet looked 24. Army Hammer looked 34. Like it was kind of <laughs> so. Like here, like wait, he was 17 and he was 24. Like yeah. I, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> this, man, this man has 401k, bro. A mortgage, man. Like, get the hell out of here. Put the hell out of here in my face, bro. With that. Like, I, just, I didn't care for it, personally. Also, can't I, remember. I, I, I also. Sorry, go, go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just. I had, like, read somewhere. There, apparently, there was a scene in the movie where, like, Army Hammer was dancing. And he was like, yeah, that was probably the most uncomfortable scene I had to do. And I was, like, I read, I was like, huh. It's because he's not gay. It's, I'm like the, the 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 dancing was was the most the most uncomfortable thing for you, Arby Hammer. Okay, okay, okay bro. Sure, sure, sure not, not eating someone was the most uncomfortable thing for you. <laughs> just, just saying, bro. Just saying. But he, yeah, yeah you it just, he almost it, played Batman, bro. You know, seven. I was for it. I was for that actually. I'm not gonna lie. I was for it. I was for that. I can't. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I'm, I was I was definitely kind of for it because he was so good in that fucking social network movie playing the two brothers. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and then he did fucking Lone Ranger, which a uh, piece of shit movie. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, just, just I saying, really but, like Man from Uncle. 
Great man movie. from Uncle was really great. Good, yeah. Underrated, underrated, underrated. So AF. underrated, dude. Such a good movie. So, so good. I wanted to see it because they, you, you know, they left it where it's like we're gonna have a second one. Never got it. So yeah. Sad. This that that was the year before before we do our yeah. I, I that Guy Ritchie man directed the hell out of that movie and the, even him being weird AF. Like the chemistry between Cavill and Army Hammer was like superb. It was like a really fun yeah. throwback movie. Uh. 2018. Remember, 2018 also the year that I was very outspoken about my distaste for Shape of Water. I didn't care for that movie whatsoever. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was... I, I didn't get it either. So that year was like Shape of Water, didn't care for. Call Me By Your Name, didn't care for. Dunkirk, I liked, didn't love it. It's it's well it's filmed real well, but I think it's kind of very low, very low, low, low tier Chris Nolan. Uh, mm-hmm. Darkest Hour is good. It's a little slow. Get Out, favorite movie of that year. Was, oh, no, second favorite movie of the year was Get Out before Blade, Blade Runner 249. I love Get Out. Love Lady Bird. Anthem Thread. I fell asleep in. <laughs> um, the Post. Also fell asleep in. I couldn't, mm. couldn't hold my attention. I three billboards was interesting. It's very weird. It was very weird and it was very just odd. But I, I like the performances a lot. That year I was kind of like I didn't really care for any of these movies minus Get Out and Lady Bird and Dunkirk. Like Get Out was my was my front runner, the best picture of that year. Uh, but anything else, I just didn't care for. It's the same year. I saw uh, Shape of Water, and I saw Coming By Your Name back-to-back in like a film school class whenever I was like, I don't get it. People were like, oh, cinema, cinema, cinema. And I was like, okay. I was like, I thought Get Out was a way better movie. Later on, 24 is a way better movie. So I, to me, I'm just like, all right, word. But hmm. yeah, it just, I don't, so to your point, to your original question, Nick, I, I think I would have casted Anyone else but Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> I just don't Dang. get it, man. Yeah. I just don't get it, man. I'm just like, <laughs> I tried, man. Like he was fine at Interstellar because he was kind of like a nobody at the time. He's playing a his son or whatever, his small role. So yeah, I didn't even right. know who the fuck he was what when movie? I saw Interstellar for the first time. Uh, Interstellar. He, play, he plays the the young son in uh, young McConaughey's son in Interstellar. What guy? Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. He did. Yeah, before he blew up, before what? he like, before he was an actor, he plays a young dead PCA. ass bro. Yeah, I didn't realize it until like, like whenever else he like blew up. I think like I think like when I saw Dune, someone was like, I can't believe he was in Interstellar. I was like, he was in Interstellar. Yeah, was, no, was, that's, <laughs> when, that's uh, actually mind blowing to me right now. What the fuck? Well, yeah. well when when we saw Dune, you, me, Kalen, and Zeta. I was saying, yo, I didn't like that movie. To Zeta, and Zeta was like, well, it makes you funny better. He gave he gave someone crabs at NYC and <laughs> NYU, and I was like, oh, word, <laughs> wow, <laughs> what? And like, and Zeta was like, it's on TikTok, like how all these girls said, like he gave the, he gave them. That is wow, that's gross. Hey, went, bro, wow, me, bro. If, if, if he hears this, bro, I'm sorry, bro. I think I don't think you're a good actor, but like Zeta was, they told me she was mm-hmm. like, yeah, like all these girls on TikTok were saying, like, yeah, like he gave. <laughs> He gave them something. I think it was crabs. And Yo, that's nasty. Why not sound funny? I recently found out that he's also with uh, fucking Kylie Jenner. I'm like, how the fuck does this? What the that's fuck? That's kind of like that's a little random to me. That is super random. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, like celebrities. Okay. Celebrities are like fucking high schoolers, man. Like they just be dating to, to each other. You're just like, wh- how? Why? What? Yeah, the fuck? yeah it's, it's just like, what's up? So, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. Interrupt. This is this is on. No, wasn't was like, it was not crabs. I apologize. I apologize. Incorrect. Incorrect. 
chlamydia. Sorry, this is on. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> that's even worse. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. When you, when you told me that, I was like, okay, I feel better about myself now. <laughs> Damn. When you say crabs, I was like, yo, that's pretty fucked up. Like that's insane. Like. Oh like, my god! Like all these guys that are like, man, I wish I was Timothy Chalamet. Like at least you ain't never you had know? crabs, man. But you, you said chlamydia. Oh my gosh, bro! This is <laughs> bro. There's a sticker on Redbubble with him. It was like, I spread chlamydia to half of the theater department at NYU. <laughs> oh, wow. that's nasty, bro. And that's just <laughs> to, in a word, rude. Like, dang, bro, how inconsiderate of you, bro. Oh my god. Bro, there's like two bucks for a sticker, bro. I'm definitely buying this, bro. Y'all want to give away the podcast? I got you. That's nasty. Oh my god, bro. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, this is on, bro. This is on like multiple, multiple, multiple. Oh my god. Oh my, oh my god, dude. This sounds like so many different... This girl on TikTok was like, I'm one of the victims. Oh my god. Is this like recent news or was this like... Is this like oh, old news kind of? This is like this is like old news, but like Zayna was telling me that we saw a dune and I was like, what? This is news to me. This is like happened like... this is Yeah, this is the what? Yeah. Article. It's a fucking article name. Ready? This was the Westwood enabler. Westwood's willies go wonka. Chlamydia outbreak. He must be stopped. Jesus Christ. God oh, damn. God. Okay, we're we're gonna finish that part right there. Let's get to the game. Yeah, let's let's. <laughs> Bro, I'm buying. Oh, I'm gonna text you. This is probably, probably the fucking video element of the podcast. Wait, real quick. I can't with you, Jesus Christ. Bro, this okay. is hilarious. So I was like, when he said that shit, I was like, okay, I definitely feel better now. It's like, fuck. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, check check the group chat real quick. Oh my goodness, let's see this. <laughs> <laughs> To have the beard for NYU, Jesus <laughs> Christ! This is why oh you get God. tested. People get tested. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna foreshadow. I'm not gonna is try to tell y'all wrap it up if you don't want to. Bro, this is, bro, this is legit, bro. This is legit, bro. Bro, so, someone on Twitter said, "Mutual Frank, I couldn't leave him." Timothy Jalame passed it on. Hashtag retweet. <laughs> God, Jesus. Damn. Oh, oh my, God. my gosh. So some girl said, Timmy Shalom makes chlamydia across NYU campus. And all I'm saying is that it's one pill. I'm in the fucking East Village. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. My goodness. Oh my God, bro. This is, I, it, it came about when they got nominated for an Oscar for Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Chlamydia. That's when. The, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's when the news came out? <laughs> That's the sequel, bro. Yeah, it's oh, like 2018. Jesus <laughs> and then, and then, embarrassing, and then, man. And then during COVID, bro, it came back again. People were like, wait, when the one time I had COVID, I got committed. <laughs> Dune 2, The Rise of Chlamydia. Wild. <laughs> the Rise of Chlamydia. <laughs> 
He's gonna ride that fucking that fucking worm like chlamydia. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'm buying these stickers, bro. I'm buying these stickers, man. The next giveaway we do. <laughs> next show at, at bro, the Dune 2 screening. Nick, I'm gonna give out these stickers, bro, the screen. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. Okay. I'll put, I'll put a lid on that for now. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Let's get into our game. Following that, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. Oh man. Please sponsor us, IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> no, even even better, bro. NYU, bro. Please sponsor. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! <laughs> People, please get tested. They getting tested. Jesus Christ! Oh, I'll get tested. Guy. I'll pass. I swear. <laughs> what kind of drugs are we testing? <laughs> Oh, bro, I'm just like, you should stay well, get tested. <laughs> All right, so originally, okay, so the game I had in mind was you said movie, Roy, movie Royale, mm -hmm. uh, and which is kind of like it's it's how movie fights was again on, on the Screen Ducky site. It was like what it would be one episode and it would be two, it would be. Two, two movies battling each other throughout an entire episode, but we're going to do kind of like a speed round, kind of just like, that's, like how hmm. we're going to do like a bunch of them together and we're okay, going to go from okay. there. Okay, but first off, before before our old chlamydia talk, uh, what, we, what, what was what was one what was, alright, I'll ask you first, what is one movie that you would erase from existence and why? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like there's there's a better answer out there, but I can only think of one movie. All right, what is it? 2017's Justice League. Mm. Good choice. Good choice. Why would you, for obvious reasons? But why would you, why would you why would Nick Johnson remove that movie from the existence of history? Just as like from from like a a, a filmmaker's perspective, it just seemed like a hodgepodge Frankenstein's monster of a quote-unquote movie. Like, it just seemed very kind of disjointed, like, patched together, yeah. yet, like, lazy, watered down, and, and whack at the same time. Like, it was, it was just, like, like, not even just safe or basic, but it was, it was just kind of, like, it was just garbage, like if like I would, hmm, it just yeah no I just I didn't like it like that from a fan's perspective like a Zack Snyder DC fan's perspective it was like this is this is hot ass as well because also just like tonally it doesn't even match what came before it and it's like the the previous movie BVS just set up a whole bunch of like really interesting story points that I was looking forward to seeing paid off in the Justice League movie or whatever type of sequel they did. And then the, the 2017 Justice League movie just acted like none of that shit happened. And, you know, it was just like all the characters didn't even act the same as they did in previous movies. Like everybody was too yeah. like jokey. And, you know, it was just kind of like some of the characters, it was just like even like disrespectful, in my opinion, how they, <clears throat> excuse me, like how they treated them. 
You know, so yeah. it was just kind of like things like that. It was like, this is just garbage. What is this? What yeah, is I was like, this? Yeah, like this was kind of like ass. Like it was, it was okay for what it was. Like when I saw it in theaters, I was like, yeah, it was, it was straight, but you know, it was like, you know, because I understood like, you know, Snyder left and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, it was good for what it was. But then just like the more I thought about it and the more like Snyder was saying, like, I was going to do this with the movie and this with the movie, the more I was kind of like, just like fed up with it but i just kept getting like more and more and more fed up with it bro it's i had a joke i wasn't thinking but legit like josh whedon timothy shallow made that movie <laughs> yeah it, i would yeah i would i it's a movie that i remember when we first we first saw when we first saw it i remember like I was like, I remember like we saw it through like our apartment complex at the time. I remember we all split up. It was like you were like on one side. I was in the front with like Moe's another row and homeboys that we used to be friends with were in the back, whatever. And the whole time I was like, you know what? This wasn't terrible. But I, I know a movie was bad when Nick is silent. Where I was just like, uh-oh. And Nick was like, yeah, it was a movie. I could tell like Nick's like Snyder, like just like appreciated heart just like broke in so many pieces. And even yeah. I knew too. I'm like, this was the movie that we were supposed to see. And you know, people that are part of the time are like, oh, fuck this movie. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, it's not good, but I had fun with it, whatever. But as I watched it more and more, I was like, this movie is bad. So and I was sitting there like that, that uh, fucking Homelander meme where it's it's oh, just yeah. the white noise. <laughs> I was like, right. I'm about to lose it. And I remember like yeah. one of one of the dudes that we saw it with when when we all came out of the movie theater, like we were like, Oh, what'd you like about the movie? What'd you like about the movie? This particular dude was like, you know, I really only liked um Alfred's outfit in the movie. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that—that's it. That's your takeaway. All right. Because also, like, it's just like one of the things I didn't like. Also, was Alfred's outfit in the movie. It's like you, you just don't seem like Alfred. You seem like a weird kind of like alcoholic mad scientist. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and Jeremy Irons—he's a good actor, and I feel like he could be a good Alfred, but just like more reminiscent of the Alfred that we're more familiar with. Yeah, I feel like if, if we played it like that, it, it would fit a little so, bit more. It, God dang it, follower died. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, what I think they were trying to do is a weird mix, like of the Alfred we knew, but also like the one what was it? because Alfred is a uh, you know fucking was an agent you know that has killed people knows how to use a gun blah blah blah. i think they're trying to like do a weird mix of that and i just with the one we do know where he hasn't you know fought probably and you know so he had a younger gear version of alfred and i didn't We lost you, Joe. Huh? Hello? Yeah, I said I just didn't really like it. Uh, and yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, you you yeah, it's a movie that you would again. I as soon as Snyder's thing came out, I was like, "Yep, this is the version. I don't want to see this ever again." Bye bye. And yeah, that's garbage. And if you listen to my review of uh, uh, if you listen to my review of uh, uh, uh the Beekeeper. Jeremy Irons gives the most phoned-in performance ever. I was like, bro, what are you been doing, homie? Like, bro, seriously? Like, do you want to be here? And I was like, 
never mind, I, I, I digress. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> so, okay, so Joe, I'm going to ask you, I'm, I'm going to give you a challenge that you and I can't use these movies. We can't say Chirac, we can't say Lucy, and we can't say Spring Breakers. That's the mm. obvious choice. That's you the obvious know, choice. I was thinking about it. I was really <laughs> thinking about Spring Breakers is it. I wasn't going to say Lucy because I didn't care enough for it. And I wasn't going to say Chirac because I was like, fucking someone would make something like it. So I was like, fuck, Spring Breakers. And then I was like, I was trying to think of an older movie that I could think of that I fucking hated, but I couldn't because this movie is such shit is so shit, right? And then there's also the controversy with the main actor, right? And then there's also the fucking just, I love this hero. I fucking love this hero. More than anything, I love this hero besides Batman. Batman's number one. This guy's number two, which is the Flash. I would get rid of the Flash. Wow. The movie. Because I fucking hate it. I really fucking hate it. Because it, wow. it because it, it because like I said in my review of Flash, it it wasn't the Flash I know. It was mm-hmm. he was a joke, you know. He was a total joke. The uh, besides the way he runs, like throughout the movie, he was not taken seriously. They made him seem like, and I'll explain this: is that because the Flash character, he's he's not the comedic relief because he's a joke but because he can say things that are just he he he's he's a group he's a person like if you ever just shows especially a show growing up you know is that like when they went to an alternative universe the flash died and after the flash died the group lost themselves because the flash is you know comedic relief he's one that can you know be like hey guys like even though these are serious times like you know i can like, I can make you laugh. And if you read the comics, like, the villains don't really hate the Flash. They hate that he stops them. But as a person, they don't hate the Flash. Like, Captain Cold, mm. right? He doesn't hate him. He respects him. But, he's, you know, he's a criminal. He's going to do his own thing. But he doesn't mm. hate the Flash. You know, the Flash is such a great character. You could have built such an amazing, outstanding character that stood out from the Justice League. Instead, yeah. we got a fucking joke. We got a fucking joke. And I fucking hated it. I really did, because that wasn't the Flash. And the, and the, the fucking, the CGI was shit. The way they, they did the, the running through the past, I wasn't really feeling it. Like, I would have really liked the Time Force that we saw on the CW show. You know? Yeah, like I just I don't yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Like in the comic books, they never did the dome thing. It was like this. It was like if you think about it, it's like the uh, the 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 speed force is, is sort of like that uh, one. Lo- you know the mo- the in the movie Nemo where all the turtles are going through the fucking oh uh, yeah slipstream. It's something like that. You know what I mean? So I think they could. It would have been better if they did that as well. But overall, just. <laughs> It was not the Flash. It was uh, uh it was You're a commie. It was a commie spoof of the Flash, making fun of him, not I, doing your research. You and said just comedy dis- spoof. Yeah. Com, com. Okay, got you, got you. 
like they it was like they made fun of him it, it, like you know it like i don't mind if they had some of the stuff that they did which was funny like it did laugh at points but overall it's like you didn't take this character seriously you didn't do your research enough i feel like you know like i just i didn't like it yeah it was very watered down exactly and it just wasn't good it wasn't good you know so hopefully the next flash is not the same person as a Miller. Oh, and hell no. The director yeah. and writers do their fucking job and research the hundreds to thousands of comic books, anime shows, and movies about The Flash, for the love of God. CW did so well with The Flash. The first two seasons. First two seasons. Thank you, Nick. The first two seasons. <laughs> I-, I gotta let y'all know. After season yeah. two, stop watching the show. Yeah, I try. I tried sticking to it. I was like, Bro. maybe they get back on track. They didn't. They didn't. They they like yeah. never really do. I I I uh, I powered through it, man. I I seen them all. I I missed a few episodes. Not all. Of I, one, but, I I really. I the the last one I watched was the season of the uh, Zoom, and I didn't even finish that season. That was that was the last day. That was it. Zoom. That was season two. That was season two, are you sure? Yeah. No, yeah, was it Zoom? Yeah, with Tony Todd as the voice. Was it? Yeah, was that, it was, that was Zoom. And they were doing no, like, the that Parallel Earth stuff? No, no, no. I think that was season four. The, 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 the like robotic Zoom or whatever. The robotic guy. That's Savitar. That was season three. That was Savitar. Okay, season yeah. three. Season three, they lost me. Yeah, season three was kind of like, this is just like too dark. Like, I wasn't really feeling it. And it was just like. And it was dragging. Where yeah, it, it was, was like, dragging. you're getting your ass walked, bro. It, it he was getting his it ass. It fun to watch walked. anymore. He was not. He was getting his ass Like, I don't mind if a hero gets his and he like rebounds. Yeah. And they're wasting the whole thing. Story. He was getting his ass popped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like like Savitar had a cool entrance, but also like they, they 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 totally wasted the fucking um the the Flashpoint paradox story. Yeah, I f- like that could have been like a solid five episode like crossover event where he sees like alternate universe version, you know, Flashpoint paradox versions of like the Green Arrow, Black Canary, like all these other characters. And like I I think it still would have been cool if it ended like the same way with him in the Reverse Flash where he's like he's like I need you to say it out he's like I need you to kill my mom whatever like because I was like that was like heart wrenching to watch so like if it ended like that still but just with like more kind of like alternate universe Flashpoint uh, crossover stuff like that would have been perfect man mm-hmm. and then even when he when he like comes back when he fixes everything you can still do it where like I fix like most things but some things here are still different because because t- time traveling shit. And, you know, it's them, like, dealing with the repercussions of that and everything. I've, I've heard nothing but the same thing that you guys saying about, like, how season two is, like, guys, stop it there, and then don't go, don't move forward. Stop that season. Yeah, don't, stop don't that season forward. two. It just gets yeah. kind of, like, lazy <laughs> and, like, just, like, really soft, man. Like, it... it, it for, What's funny oh, is... Like, a few seasons straight, like, the way... You, the Flash would defeat the villains would be with a speech about the power of love and friendship and shit. And it's like, hey, I ain't trying to see all of that shit, man. I'm trying to see some superhero like fighting and throwing lightning and and shit like that. I'm not trying to because he's yeah. like, he always like convinces them 
to be like a better person. It's like, hey, shut the fuck up. Like, fight. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what's funny is it, it, you could say the opposite about the Green Arrow. You know what I mean? Because I feel yeah, like I, was, I think people I said like people, after bro. the first two seasons, it gets mm-hmm. really good. So, yeah. So, ironically, bro. it's vice like, versa. Made by CW as well. Yeah. <laughs> Arrow only had one bad season. Like season four was straight ass, like through and through. But every other season was, at the very least, pretty good. All right. I haven't watched I, it. I'll do mine really quick before we start our game. I'm I'm gonna say this can be because you, you guys you guys kind of picked like well known movies. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pick one that's gonna piss a lot of people off. I've been very vocal about this all my life. I would erase Jurassic Park from existence. I think Jurassic Park. One? Yes, sir. So we would never make any more any more sequels after that. <laughs> I think Jurassic Park is overrated, overhyped. I think mm. I think the story is just so full of plot holes. Like you guys didn't think anything bad was gonna happen. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Everyone gets fucking eaten and killed. And sure enough, the next few sequels, hey, let's go back. Hey, let's go back over here. Let's go back and make make a huge hybrid dinosaur. What do you not learn from the original movie? Y'all can't mm-hmm. contain fucking dinosaurs. It's you cannot contain what you cannot control. And it's simple as that. Like, oh my god, the story's so amazing. No, y'all should be. If someone said, "Hey, do you want to see dinosaurs?" I'd be like, "No, I'll see you at your funeral." Because I'm not going to that shit. I'm not. I'm not going to that. I'm going to be staying my ass home. Buy some Xbox, and a little snuggy, and maybe go on my couch and watch some TV. I'm not seeing no goddamn dinosaurs. I don't. No, thank you. No, mm-hmm. thank you. And I think I've. I don't. I've watched it in film classes through high school and college. It's just in every other movie. It's the same thing. Oh no, we shouldn't go back. Okay, let's go back. We gotta save them. We gotta save them all. No, 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 no. Y'all fucked up, and it's your consequences. I do not. I don't understand. Never will. I do not get the love. Or I never understand why people love Jurassic Park the way they do, because of the visual effects at the time. I'll give it that. And I love Spielberg. These, this, the first one. I'll go back in time, erase it. So guess what? We have any bad sequels after that? Because this is a flawed, flawed movies, and every single one of them is flawed, <laughs> and no one understands that <laughs> but me. I feel like sometimes. <laughs> but my quick little rants on that. Alrighty. So again. Into our, into our game this week is Movie Royales. The game, again, I'm giving it. So I'm going to give you guys... I'm going to play this game as well. So we're going to do a f- first round is this. Here we go. Ready? A tough one. It's going to be a tough one. Dune Part 1 versus Blade Runner 2049, directed by Christopher Nolan. Right, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Nick, you oh, first. Man. So Dune versus Blade Runner. Hmm. Damn, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Because I feel like... I feel like Blade Runner was kind of like Denis Villeneuve's inception in in a way where it's like, this was the first movie where it's like, I really, really showed you guys what I can do. Um, Because it's like, he had like a couple of, of really good movies before then. And then like Blade Runner was like, yo, holy shit, this dude is next level. But Dune is kind of like... It's like a damn. It's like a space opera, man. It's just so grand and epic. Hmm. 
But you know what? Ooh, I, I think I might have to go with Blade Runner for nostalgia's sake. Mm, good choice. Yeah. All right, Joe. I'm with Nick. I gotta say Blade Runner. Uh, not only for nostalgia, but because um, I I like Dune. I really do. I think it's a fantastic movie. But Doug, you know me personally. Even the books I read, the games I play, like especially the games I play, the anime. things that stick out to me. Yeah, well, anime, but also things that stick out to me more than anything is sci-fi. I'm such a giant mm-hmm. sci-fi guy. You guys have heard me rant about star wars and i love space games i love space in general and i just love like these futuristic type things like like cyberpunk where it's like you know this uh you know like a uh, i don't know i like futuristic sci-fi things i really really do and this this movie stuck out to me so good because the acting cinematography the music the story everything about it was on point it's such an amazing movie and and you know when you told me the uh the you know how it, it flopped i was just really sad because i was like man this movie's so good you know and i'm such a giant ryan gosling fan you know um mm-hmm. we all are <laughs> yeah boy that's the boy <laughs> yeah you know and and i i'm an advocate for him to do so many different types of movies that you know because people try to put him into one little category which is this romantic commie actor and it's like he's so much more he he has so much depth when it comes to his acting um but overall i just really just really love that movie that movie sticks out more like if i had to pick like you know whether it's a date night or to show one of my nieces and nephews or just to watch in general i would pick i would definitely pick uh i would definitely pick um i forget shit Blade Runner 2049. Blade Runner, sorry, escape my escape my lips. Um, yeah, Blade Runner. Obviously, I'm going with that. My favorite movie of all time. <laughs> and you guys can keep your jobs on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> much much appreciated, my my guy. No, I'm, t- I'm, to- I'm totally joking. I love that movie for so many reasons. Again, seeing it with Nick changed my life. It's it the way I see film. It's the reason why I love IMAX so much. It just it's a beautiful movie. It's Roger Deakins' cinematography is just stunning. All right, round two. It's going to be a tough one. Unbreakable Ooh. versus The Sixth Sense. M. Night Shyamalan. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Okay. Because Unbreakable yep. has that It has that superhero element to it. Yeah. It's so good. It's so yeah. good. It's so Unbreakable? good. Unbreakable? Is well, that the, the war Sense. movie? Unbreakable <laughs> is the one with... Uh, no, it's... Uh, uh, Sam Jackson, Bruce Willis. It's the first of the trilogy. Oh, it's Unbreakable, Split, yeah. and all the yeah, that was like that, It was the first of a trilogy, so it's kind of like yeah. It makes it like just like you know a little bit more. It gives it a, a it gives it a little bit more gravitas to it. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like a cool story on like you know modern day like superheroes or gods among us. But it's kind of like it's ambiguous, like. Is it actual like powers, or is it just kind of like in their heads? Because you know, and and you know, it was it was dope. Right. It it, it breaks my heart that like he couldn't land the ending with that trilogy because Unbreakable is awesome. I love yeah. Split and Glass. Just I just it shattered for me, not in the best way. You're just like, oh, mm. you had it, bro. You were two for three. You just yeah, it was, it was a little uh, soft at the end. Yeah. 
right, Joe. Six Sense or Unbreakable? Sorry, I was on mute. I thought I had to sneeze. Um, with Bruce Willis, right? Unbreakable. Bruce, yeah, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willie, as Key and Peele say. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willie. <laughs> I'm going to go with Unbreakable because I really did enjoy that movie growing up. I didn't fully understand it because you're, you know, what the hell's a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it, uh, that one I, I remember better and I, I genuinely do love that, uh, movie. But also, for, it's, uh, also saying that movie because, you know, I, we will never be able to get to watch uh, Bruce Willis act again. As uh, has you know, has he progressed his um, what's it called? Uh, it starts with a D. Oh, well, uh, dementia, right? It's 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 a form of dementia. It's uh, it's a form of dementia. It's a yeah. oh, man. It's um, it's um, yeah. It's a. It like a, it like a, yeah, it was like uh, aphasia, something like that. Yeah, but you're right. No, you're right. It's it is it is a form of dementia. It is a form of dementia. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's a form he, of dementia. Now yeah. that he's going through it, and and the last update we've gotten for him is he uh, he's gone non-speech as well. Mm, so shame. you know the Bruce Willis we loving thing and so many movies. I. Last night I watched Red, you know. Um, underrated, underrated. And it really is, really is. So, you know, um, it's heartbreaking. It's sad, and it just, you know, yeah. But I, Bruce Willis, I grew up with his movie more than anything. I feel like a lot of people shit ton movies. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Breakable too. It's a great, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's one of M. Night Shyamalan's most underrated movies. All righty. Next round. Jordan Peele round. Us versus Nope. Us versus Nope. Nick, who you got? I'm going to go with Nope. Mm. Nope was better. Like, Us was cool because I like the whole, like, you know, doppelganger idea. But it was like they tried to explain what they were, but they also tried to be ambiguous. And it just it got kind of... It got a little bit muddled for me, but with um, with Nope, I like the the whole message was about like spectacle and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I liked how they uh, how they did their own spin on like uh, on a UFO alien story, you know, and it was just the the escalation of it all was really cool, and I liked how they like the one character like um, he was all about like getting the perfect shot. I thought that was dope. Uh, yeah, so I thought uh, Nope was so dope good. basically. Hey. Bars. <laughs> bars, uh, bars. Thank you. Thank you. I say that I say this all the time. I say get out is Jordan Peele's Hitchcock moment. Mm. Us is kind of his John Carpenter slash Sam Raimi moment. And mm-hmm. Nope is his Spielberg moment. That's how I kind of see his three films. I see it as Hitchcock is him trying to do his, his version of Hitchcock movie. And Sam Raimi slash John Carpenter with us, and then him trying to do a Spielberg slash kind of James Cameron spectacle with mm. Nope. So I'm going with Nope as well. Love that movie. Very underrated. It gets better every time you watch it. All right, Joe. Us or Nope? Who you got? 
Nope. I'm going to say nope. Um, mainly because uh, uh, when I watched us, I, re- I really did like it. I, interesting concept. The, the acting is amazing. You know, uh, what's her fucking name? Um, Pizza Nuanga. Lupita Nuango is such an amazing actress, man. Can't believe we didn't know her name. No, I did know her name. I you 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 guys are. Uh, What again? (laughs) Say what again? (laughs) Uh, Um, I I really can't wait to to see her. You know, go farther in her acting career, and you know, uh, but overall, uh, my biggest issue with us is that it there was a lot of uh plot holes you know what i mean where it's just like you tried like keeping this mysterious and stuff but it just like there's just way too much like unanswered things to where it's like all right this movie's great but like i still have a lot of questions and you're not going to continue this there's not going to be a second part or a prequel how this place was created and made you know what I mean? Like, you're left with a lot of questions, mm-hmm. you know? So, I'm gonna go with Nope. Nope is fantastic. I I love, you know, the the minimalistic act, you know, group of actors in it, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a giant cast. cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? Small cast, so you could focus on the story of it more, so there's not so many holes. Well, no holes at all, actually. Like, and it's it's really good, really intriguing. And as you try and figure out what the fuck is going on, you know, like you're, you you figure it out either around the same time the actors or after, you know, they say it. Uh, I think that's really good. And um, no, yeah, it's just overall such a really good movie. So I'm going to go with Nope. Nice. Look at us. All, all in agreement. Look at this. All right. <laughs> Next round, the Adam Sandler round. It's going to be tough. Oh. Big, da- Big Daddy or The Longest Yard? Oh. Yeah. Damn. No, it's going to be a little harder for you guys. Trust me. It's, it's, that was the easy few rounds. It's a little harder for y'all. No, you know what? I got this. I'm, I'm going to go with Big Daddy on this one. Um, I, I haven't seen The Longest Yard enough times to like really, really remember it. It's like I just kind of remember like bits and pieces. <laughs> But like, you know, Big Daddy, it was uh, it was funny, and uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that one that much either. <laughs> like, they were like, I like, I feel like Big Daddy just had like a little bit more, um, a little bit more heart to it too, because it was about like him like basically becoming a man like through fatherhood in a way, and I thought, you know, I think that's kind of interesting, um, and I think it was like one of the kids from Zach and Cody, so that's kind of cool. Both of them, uh, yeah. Huh? Both. It was both. Of the, it was both of them. They were young enough to do to have them use use them both. So one oh, scene. Yeah. Okay. So it was both of them. So that's even. That's even yep. cool. Yeah. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Yeah, that, yeah. That's my answer. All right, Joe. This be tough. Movie that you and I both love. Movies that you and I both love and quote all the time. What you got? Okay. Guys, I love you guys. Right? Don't hate me. I'm talking to a follower. Don't hate me. I'm gonna go with the longest yard though. Hmm. Because we're talking about Adam Sandler, it it just it, I love it. I love it so much. Like, don't get me wrong, I w- will rewatch the fuck out of Big Daddy. Like, you know, what I mean, me and my family watched. You know, all my siblings know the movie. Everyone knows the 
movie. Fucking fantastic. Wonderful. But for me personally, it has to be the when it comes to Kami, that one kills it. You know, and there's so much more like quotable like quotes from the movie, you know, like a you know, like, and you guys have probably heard uh, uh, in Doug talk, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, all star and half a star. Shut up before I, I slit your, before I, I slit your thumb. Watch the dust come out, old man. Like that, like that is funny. Or like, you done broke in my nose. Like, like that's so. It's all the characters are so good. It just and it's just a funny ass movie. You will die laughing from beginning to end i don't care what you say and if you don't find the movie funny then you are soulless your comedy is broken i don't want to hear it there's no arguing is so fucking funny i die laughing all the time i could be 80 years old with no voice deaf as shit and no tea, like, and I'm fucking insane. Put that movie on, and I'm gonna die laughing and quote it like I just saw it yesterday. I love that movie. So the longest yard. You're gonna hate. You're gonna hate me, Joe. I'm going Big That's Daddy. Fine. I'm going. Big I love. I love both these movies so so much. I love. I guess you probably quote more often, but Big Daddy. It means a lot to me and my dad growing up. Seeing that movie with him when I was a kid, like, means a lot to me. So. I and also it's just a lot of things like that are very quotable was Scuba Steve or you know or uh, the, uh, the the scene where that, that McDonald's like sorry uh, Mickey D's ends breakfast at ten o'clock uh, in case they're trying because we get to get a fucking Happy Meal like <laughs> so sorry for sorry for the loud review of the audience or, I think my favorite my favorite quote will always be when he finds out that he's daily old man. It's just like, ugh, hitting him? Like, you're gonna miss me when you have this old, saggy, sweaty body all over you. Like, you know, it's old. He's like so wrinkled and old. Like, ugh. Like, you know, and, like, and, and, ugh. And, and the, the, the best thing that opens up that thing goes, oh, I'm sorry, honey. I didn't know your dad was in town. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 so yeah it's 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 so funny. It's a lot of funny kind of like supporting cast like Rob Schneider playing like the Middle Eastern Delhi guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, he's like, was I win?" He's, "What do you mean you win?" He goes, "I just win." And then Rob Schneider goes, "This is bullshit." I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, movie is silly. It's so funny. So I'm going with Big Daddy that one. All right, it's gonna be a, a little tougher, guys. Here we go. Friday. Versus white chicks. Friday. Friday. Versus white chicks. Friday. Y'all going Friday? All right, Nick. I, I think I'm going Friday too. I'm going Friday Very as well. Good. I love Friday's... white chicks. Don't get me wrong. wrong. Yeah, well, white chicks. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> wrong. Oh boy. <laughs> like, Friday just seems it's it's more like iconic. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my dad quotes Friday. Yeah. Every, yeah, like... every time I see him. You know, like you just got knocked the fuck out. Like, yeah, it's like, bro. <laughs> come on, smoke like, bro. Every time come in the on, kitchen, smoke. you in the kitchen. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I like chickens. I like pig feet. Dang. There's like, <laughs> a great. There's a great thing that makes me laugh every time I watch that movie. Is when Craig's in the kitchen, right? And he opens the thing. And he sees Kevin Crunch. He goes, Yeah. 
<laughs> the small thing, and I laugh every time I see it because it's so subtle. He goes, and he grabs the Captain Crunch. Dude, I I send this gif all the time, but it's when him when they're both sitting in front of the house and the chick walks by and they go, damn, like, <laughs> like it could be used so good, man. Like, oh my goodness, it's it's, it's such a great movie. I, it's, uh, it, that was a tough one because I love both. Both of them are just so funny. Or like in the white chick scene is like, uh, or lady perhaps a salad. Mm. Perhaps not. <laughs> Dude, I love the, for the white chicks, I love when uh, he's up in the chick uh, shop and he's just like, what about this one? I look like the fucking cow and he's panicking. <laughs> just like, okay, okay, I'll get some help. I'll get you an exorcist. Like, you know, like... uh, or <laughs> there's two scenes, there's two that crack me up too, is like, uh, where he's like, I can't believe you're not a, man, uh, a woman white <laughs> it's like this is all, this is all white party <laughs> please or uh nico get away oh, from me <laughs> please or like they're <laughs> they're like he's, he's, he's having the fucking like the diarrhea and like he's in the bathroom he goes move bitch the most iconic scene Bro, that no one will is... ever get is when they're in the car at, uh remember the I, I miss you. you. <laughs> I need you. Oh my god. Uh no, you were his, saying that he was so good. No, it is fucking like wife came by. He was like, he's like, honey, wait. It's a man. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. I I miss those days of comedies. Remember uh, uh the cops when they were searching the room and he smells it and he brings in the uh he bring, he smells the underwear and the guy brings oh, a yeah. mask yeah. and he goes uh, <laughs> bro that shit had me weak because like they were always playing like like would you rather something like that and he's like would you rather this would you rather that he's like um i'd rather this he's like oh you're disgusting he's like okay what about you he's like no time we gotta go like every time <laughs> bro and he would say it just so fucking chill and so fucking nonchalant I'm like yo this dude's a fucking beast at that it's so that, funny, that bro. just without fail, like, cause that would that would piss me yeah. off. Like, if I was a dude, like, no matter what I say, it's like, bro, what do you mean? Oh my uh, gosh, that's funny. It's, it's so funny. All right, next round, it's gonna be a tough one as well. Indiana Jones, or as they call it, Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm. or Return of the Jedi. Uh, Jedi. Raiders of the Lost Ark for me. I'm going to raise the Lost Ark as well. I'm going to raise the Lost um, Ark. I like Indiana Jones. Don't get me wrong, guys. I know my dad's probably listening to this, and he might—I don't know if he—if he'll—he'll agree with me or not. He does a more. I watched Star Wars, especially with my family. We watched Star Wars more than Indiana Jones. We did watch Indiana Jones, but mm-hmm. we're a Star Wars family. Um, so, you know, I'm more, I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than I am, uh, Indiana Jones. I respect it. I respect it. Respect it. Yeah. I got to go with Raiders just cause of just like the Jones name, obviously. Um, haha. Of um, course, but, of course. <laughs> but just I, a big part of my child, why, why I love movies. Again, I love Star Wars. I love the original trilogy so much, but Raiders just, uh, it's a, per- it's a perfect movie. And fun fact, Michael Bay was a PA on that movie. 
Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Michael Bay was a PA in that movie. Is that kind of fun fact? Yeah, he got it was the first big first big production job was a PA to Spielberg and George Lucas on uh on uh, on that. Is that crazy? So yeah, I'm going Raiders. That's All right. Crazy. Next round. It's gonna be a little bit of an obscure round. The movie celebrating its 20th anniversary today, actually, believe it or not. Hmm. Napoleon Dynamite or Nacho <laughs> Libre? Hmm. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Napoleon, like Nacho Libre was funny. I saw it for the first time like last year. And it was really. funny, don't get me wrong, but it was kind of like uh, it's like you're trying to kind of emulate the humor of Napoleon Dynamite. I think it was the same director, but it's like it yes, just sir. it didn't quite have that spark. It no, was really I, funny though, but it was yeah. just kind of like this is a very like dry comedy kind of. It was a little too dry for me. Yeah, like, trying to capitalize Nacho, on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nacho Libre is very fun in its own way. You know, yeah. I do enjoy it because, you know, like, now, especially now because of TikTok, like, it's trending again. And a lot yeah. of people this past Halloween, mainly girls, dressed up as, you know, Nacho, you know, in date outfit, you know, with the blue shirt and the white pants, you know, just, these are my stretchy pants, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, a lot of people dressed up as that for Halloween. Um... You know, like it's a great movie. I love Jack Black, but Napoleon Dynamite is just so hilarious, and it's just it's, it's such a gold mine of a, you know, so funny. like and and the actor who played the 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 guy that's always you know working out and shit and always picking on him, he, he they they talked about like how like you know, uh they shot the scene and it was connected you know where he's riding the bike and he throws it and he hits him and he falls <laughs> like he, that was yeah that was literally him like hitting him like that that Jeez. wasn't like a sound effect like that was that whole scene like that was actually him just throwing it hitting him and like actually like <laughs> falling so God, you know that's crazy. hilarious but it's also there's so much you can again there's so much you can quote for the movie like oh there's no way you cannot love a movie that you can't like i will love movies more and i, I don't know if that's <laughs> the same thing for people but if i can quote a movie so often or just randomly like i will love that movie because it's like i want to remember this whole movie you know what i mean like you know, like where he's like eating the fucking tater tots, and the guy's like, "Hey, can I get some? Like, get your own." It's wrong. Gosh, and then he still gives him some. <laughs> he fucking kicks it. He goes, "Oh, gross! Freaking idiot!" <laughs> oh my god. Or there's, you know, there's... Or, or the guy with the glasses just like you're just jealous because you know I'm talking uh, women the all day. <laughs> like I'm um, days all, all day. day. You know, if I could vote for Pedro on the T-shirt, the dancing, I, it's such, it's so, it's fucking hilarious. I love it. You know, so many people remember. It's such a memorable movie with so like the cast and characters being so memorable. So it's mm-hmm. it's so it's so the dancing obviously and the, the smallest oh. things were like classic the girl, iconic the girl trying to sell like the the earrings whatever she goes I'm trying to say money for college and he goes your mom goes to college uh, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid <laughs> it's so stupid or like I I whenever I walk by a fucking like you know strip mall karate thing I always think of like Rex Rex Kwando <laughs> break the wrist walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. He goes, You think I got where I am? I look like Peter Pan over here? Forget about it. 
it's the funniest thing. Or like, come on, Tina, you fat lard. Eat the food. Eat the food. <laughs> I it's it's really it's hard to blame when he turns twenty years old. I mean that ages us obviously, but like, god oh, damn, god. man. It's so a movie's literally 20. so Oh my god. If it just so turned funny. twenty, I was eight years. Oh, dude, Crazy. it's so it's so funny. I was All right, yeah. right y'all, I'm going to have to call it. Got All right, you know what? In the morning. Let's, you know what? Let's end it here because we're going to be cutting up. Because Okay, so I, I have a lot more for volume two. So that, that was volume one. That was volume one. I'm going yeah. to end it. I'm going to end it here. Also, we're getting close, so I can start editing the video part of the, uh, the uh, video part of the YouTube of it. So let's end it here. Should, should we do okay. our one-on-ones of the night, Joe? Or should we just... Um... I think sorry. Not sure how gel up. Um, I haven't really watched anything that I can think of for me personally. How about you? We can no. I feel, I feel like those lists we just we just gave off. You haven't seen those yeah. movies? Yeah, could could be our one. I think one those are good. Yeah, I think yeah. that list of movies is good, and especially because we haven't talked about some of them on the, on no, the podcast. So Ooh. you know, I think that'll be good. All right, all right, Joe. I guess I'm all baby. right. Before we fully close out, let's, uh, you know, let's show, you know, shout ourselves out. Nick, you can start. Uh, Nick Johnson, you can find me at Donning Vision on YouTube, capital D as in Donning, capital V as in Vision, and on Instagram at Donning Vision, all one word, all lowercase. Uh, find us on YouTube and anywhere else that you can listen to, pl- uh, to, uh, to podcasts. Pardon me. All right, Doug. Yes, you can find my personal Instagram, which is at the Young Jones on Instagram, and also on Twitter or X. It's gonna be at Capri underscore Sun S O N. So you find our show or our socials um, on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. All all same, all one word: Midway Avenue Productions. And thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitch at the OG Cuban Rican. You can also find the links to that Twitch on our link tree on our podcast Instagram. Um, all right. Uh, and yeah, I try to stream as much as I can. Uh, please check out the link tree because it does have links to everything like our TikTok, Nick and Doug's, you know, Instagram, my Twitch, Moses' stuff as well. Uh, and you know, before you, uh, you know, share us, uh, tell your friends about us, um, do comment. We do love to see your comments. Uh, it does help when you guys like, uh, you know, follow and comment. It really does help us grow to make this community much larger than it currently is. Cause we do want to keep finding like-minded people and people who might not agree, with, but do that do love to have, you know, uh, a safe space for their opinions um all right thank you guys so much for joining us on this wonderful uh wonderful uh trip through our i'm spacing sorry <laughs> one a wonderful trip through our auditory through our opinions thoughts mad ramblings uh, you know views on movies hatred for a certain celebrity um 
uh we do love you guys so much it is truly an honor we do love doing this and we do love making this a giant community giant family a movie lover and you know people who are interested in you know hearing views that are not bought um we love you guys stay safe have a good morning afternoon night deuces Like Joel said, Joel said, get tested, please. Get tested. <laughs>